You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast was recorded before the COVID-19 emergency and before social distancing measures were in place. Please stay home and stay safe. Well, I always feel bad because people say to me, where are you from? And I say Northampton. And they just imagine everyone in Northampton talks like me, that there's a town where you go, everyone's like, hello! <laughs> Even the mayor's like, welcome to Northampton! But that, my voice, I said, is a bit different to everyone else's. Hey guys, Ida Williams here and welcome to Postcards from the Edge, a podcast where every week I'll be having some amazing guests on, usually joined by my mom Gwen and my small time first husband Robbie Williams. He's a bit of a limelight stealer, so I will try and keep him to a minimum for you and for me. Every episode, we'll be chatting about our Anglo-American differences, which are huge now that I am an L.A. girl living in the United Kingdom, with a good bit of gossip thrown in as well. This week, my guest is Alan Carr, chatty man, author, and all-round funny guy. Alan and his amazing husband, Paul, joined me, Gwen, and Rob for a spot of afternoon tea. Woohoo! How very British. To chat American TV versus British TV and a whole lot of other stuff in between. One quick note. This episode is a bit rude and crude with a few naughty words thrown in. So definitely not family-friendly listening. Sorry, kids. Okay, so here's the deal. The reason I wanted to do this podcast was because I now live in the United Kingdom, thanks to my beautiful British husband. Yes. But obviously hail from the land of the Americas, from Beverly Hills specifically. And I find there are a lot of, not only things I have to learn, but just cultural differences that always take me by surprise. So there was... So it started, we can't remember which started first, but we were watching, we came in, we'd been gone from the UK for several months, and we decided to put the telly up. Have you seen this program? Uh, I'm sure you have, but Naked Attraction. Yes. Yes. Okay, so I was sat there like an unsuspecting victim, mm. and I was in bed, and there was a, a churchgoer named Judith. Mm. I've seen that one. Right? Where yeah. she talks about she... the clotted cream in her pussy? Oh. No. What? No. What? I thought it was like, oh, she, I love toes. Yes, she likes a toe in her like pussy. I love toe. I love toe of me pussy. And then <laughs> she she likes to root around in the pubes. Can really root yeah, around. I know. Do you know, do you know the, the weird thing? Uh, uh, there's lots of weird things about naked attraction. 
but I know it it wouldn't and it couldn't exist in America and in a strange way I sit there watching it feeling very proud of mm. Britain mm. where yeah. the attraction is on mm. but, it, but it's one of those things it's like no one says they watch it but everyone watches it I oh, mean no, how can you not oh, we, what, we series linked it, it. <laughs> we series linked yeah, it perverts we were like come on kids Get in the bed, watch some TV with mummy and daddy. But these people have to go to work. Oh, well, that was what was so surprising. And she's going to go to church. She's going to go to church because I didn't, I, I didn't know what was going to happen because she's, you know, the intro with the background verse and she's, yeah. I'm Judith and I love my church and da, da, yeah. da, they see her prancing around and seeing everything. <laughs> oh, where's this going to go? I, I did not think it was going to go there. No. How's she going to go back to the church? See, uh, knowing everybody's seen her in her birthday. Soon. Well, and she's and she's saying <laughs> some pretty crude things. I she, like, like, how do you go back to that? I know, I like a bit of smut, but I found when she said, I love the toes near me pussy. You know, I with a brummy accent, you can sort of get Same away words. with saying dirtier things, but they can't sound quite sweet. You know, yeah. you can imagine, oh, toes near me pussy. You do have to say that on radio too, and no one would batter an eyelid, but when you suddenly go, oh, wait a minute. Literally, every sitcom I've done, no matter what time, it you cannot mm. say, it's such a puritanical... Just you know, to we, explain to yeah. uh, our... Uh, Outs, outside oh. of North America, because there's right. like two people in North America listening right now. They've been In America, when you've got like nudity on the television, we don't. Right? We don't. This, this is what I'm saying. Even if it's like a builder's crack, mm. and he's bent down, and there's a belt on, but like a bit of his crack is showing, they blur that bit out. Why is that about your people and your puritanical way? And why do you make that? It's always, oh, stuffy breaths. I and know, you're like, we I are know. not stuffy. You go out <laughs> on a Friday, Saturday night, we, there is nothing stuffy. But where does that come from? It's nice that people think we are all I top know, hat it, and cane. But you know what? It was really funny, actually, because I was going through... Well, top hat and cane and nothing else. And well, nothing that's else. That's right. And when, why she's moved also. <laughs> I, I remember sitting with you 2007, seeing, like, Dove ads with a nipple going... <gasps> Yeah, yeah. <gasps> you know, like we there, there's no breasts, there's no vaginas, they don't exist in America. I think it comes from I mean it's gotta be like something related to Christianity or the pilgrims. Well let's go back like to the Mayflower. How was it on that trip? Yeah, was, <laughs> was it bumpy? Yeah. <laughs> well I had a little seasickness. But mm-hmm. the most extreme religious people of this country left and created a colony in North America. So that extremism comes from here, but it flourished over there. So you're saying all the religious people were there and everyone left here was feral. <laughs> yeah. Is it a bit like when your mum and dad go out well, and yeah, they leave you with the baby the, the, you're the, like, the, yeah! The convicts were... Tits, tits, fanny, fanny, fanny! I think that is what happened. <laughs> you know, like Australia got the prisoners. That's you guys are like the feral say. teenagers. Boobies, boobies, boobies. Hey, a weird thing that uh, we as Brits do which, which which I only realised when uh, I'd have got a feet under the table. I like how you keep the, describing <laughs> it as my feet under the, the table. The relationship uh, <laughs> uh, carried on in earnest. In, which, in earnest, yeah, you bastard. I'm so romantic. Um, is, you know, the thing that we do, and you probably won't even know that you do it, but it is a thing. When you say to your better half a lovely thing about them, and then you instantly wipe it away <laughs> by saying something like, you're really lovely, you are, and thoughtful, you're twat. Yes, yeah. Do you guys do that? It's very rare we say anything nice to each other. Is it? So do you yeah. guys kind of like pay compliments <laughs> in the negative way, kind of? 
We have a jokey thing going on, don't we? But uh, it, we, all, we always know it's a joke. We're all guessing. Do we, Paul? Do we? Shut up. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we no, have things we like that. You know, he yeah. calls me chunky and that. And if I walk down the corridor, he'll play a tuba behind me. No. I sort of noticed Ida's face when I, when I used to do the British thing of give a compliment and then take it away. Mm. And she was like, you know, her face would fill with all of this love and sort of gratitude for the nice thing that I'd said. And then I compliment that with the thing that takes it away because I'm British. Mm. And then just saw her face sort of like drop. <laughs> and it was like, what is she? I'm just doing the banter thing. And she was like, you know that when you do the thing and then you do the thing, it's like an It takes it away. <laughs> yeah. It was like... But I, you give as good as you get now, don't oh, you? Oh, now I give as good yeah, as I get. Now yeah. I've learned. But I've like, stopped doing it though. Wait, mm. on my birthday cake, he wrote, mm. you're officially the oldest woman I've ever had sex well, with. We were there, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> It was a big cake. It's a big cake. <laughs> well, for a big old loose vagina. Oh, um, so, so what we're talking about okay, the differences well, we're ta- between. Well, yeah, and then and then we were watching this program. Have you guys seen it? Mm-hmm. It was like I can't remember. If it was called like the best of the eighties or what happened in the eighties or British TV. And it was mm-hmm. like I saw clips of there was a program where there were n- naked topless ballerinas throwing darts. Did you guys know this program? Can you remember and names then, of dogs on live TV? That, no, there's that was Euro Channel 5. Yeah. That was Channel 5. Mm. With the ballerinas, the topless ballerinas. And yeah, that was Topless Darts on Channel 5. But see, what is that? Topless, topless Darts? Naked, naked Weather. Naked mm. Weather. And then there was a, but also, this is the thing. And then kids watching this will not understand. Before the internet, there was a show called Euro Trash. Now it was it had sex Olympics. <laughs> it was like <laughs> naked. Like, I watched some episodes. You watched some episodes. She yeah. was on some episodes. <laughs> <laughs> They yes, streamed I... it on the Mayflower. <laughs> no, recognise um, it because of the mask. <laughs> no, but they, that was our only time you ever saw a willy or was on Eurotrash and you'd go uh, on a Friday night, you'd go, oh, I'm off to bed now. I'd go upstairs, you'd have the volume down. That's why my hearing is so good. I'm like a bat. And you'd watch Willie's and Tiss. I saw was... Mr. Methane Man. Oh, the one who farts the national anthem. Wait, oh, what? Yes. Wait, what's Mr. Methane Man? He, he farts was one of the characters on Eurotrash, and his claim to fame is he can suck in air and just fart whenever he wants to. <gasps> That's like you, mate. Does... I've seen Mr. Methane live. What? Wow. What's, what's he like show? in person? What's he? <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit of a Full of himself? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, this was in Stoke in 1990. Mr. Methane Man has been Mr. Methane Man for quite a while. Does he have, like, like does he have fans? Like, do people, like, stop him as Mr. Methane Man and go, like, Mr. Well, Methane Man, I've been wears following you for years. He wears the mask. You don't really, oh, you don't see his face. He's yeah. like Daft Punk. You don't know who he is in real life. Oh. He's got a, suit, a green superhero suit with a big yellow M on it. For Methane. And he wears pants, and then he bends over on all fours, and you say a request, say, say your new Back album, for Back for Good, <laughs> and then he goes... Stop it! Stop it! Yeah, yeah. And then he does... Is we it gotta the get him the Christmas album. And then Chug. And that's what he does. That's are, there, are there many ever His parents are so proud I of bet. him. <laughs> he puts How old is Mr. Methane Man, do we know? talcum powder in his bum. So that when the air blows out, you see. Ew! <laughs> so you see Special like. Effects. So you see like puffs of fart, like like when it's cold and you blow out and you can see your breath. 
Yeah, but do they I smell? Guess. I mean, is it something that you can be around? I've only seen it on the telly, Lum. Okay. I, well, well, it wasn't on, on the Apple TVs. We get Rob smell. Rob was still on Trent with it's him. It's not smell-o-vision yet. No, not yet. So I remember being in the kitchen because I, I used to. Did uh, you used to watch Euro Trash? No, I used to have this football team in America, and it was uh, lots of Americans and uh, Ale Vale. And I can remember one of them one day saying to me, "What is it with the uh, TV in 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 England, man? It's so shit." And it got it it, it, it it my heckles came up, and it was like yeah I, I got there and we turn it on and it's all just like shit compared to American TV. Oh, no. And I was like, itch. Yeah. and in my head I was like, okay, look calm. And in my head I was, it is not. And then I went, hey, you know, we've got we do some stuff better. And he went, like what? And I couldn't think of anything. And I went, period dramas. <laughs> and this is like to a footballing, uh, lager-sculling American student. <laughs> and uh, I, I couldn't think of anything that was actually better than American TV. But... I think everything's better than American TV here. Well, then the thing is, we come here to talk about telly, and you've just gone for, like, Euro <laughs> trash, naked attraction. There's Downton Abbey, there's Downton Abbey... <laughs> Are you, are you trying to balance it out? <laughs> El Dorado. Oh. Oh, you know about El Dorado. How do you know about that? Look, when I was kind of like trying to figure out this English TV thing, I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some research and dig in. So I started to ask people what kind of shows were around when they were kids, and El Dorado came up, which yes. seems to be kind of like East Enders meets Benidorm. Would that be an That's okay right. description yeah. of some sort? And the set apparently is still there. No. Yes, in South of Spain. Like you can go there. Can we go? Expect- we should go. Can we do a field trip? I would totally. Can we walk a white horse in the rancho <laughs> and just do a thing like they're never going to take us back? <laughs> just walk off. No. I'd like to do a podcast about Dorado. We should do you? that. Can we do that? I'm, I'm up for it. Are you guys I'm, up for that? I'm on the internet now booking tickets. I'm so in. I'm on EasyJet. I'm literally. Oh, so are <laughs> So are Rob will be on just easy out. Yeah, easy me. Rob will be on private. We'll be on EasyJet. Yes, Robert. You were on a soap in the states. I was. Have you watched many soaps in the UK? Well, I've seen clips, and obviously on Loose Women we have to see clips because we get a lot of people from Coronation Street and EastEnders. I have to say one thing about English soaps versus US soaps is they're a lot less glamorous. Like, yeah. like, like in the US, everyone on the soaps is wealthy and beautiful mm. and mm. lives in mansions. I mean, they kill each other and they have affairs with each other and they, you know. Extreme close ups, though, on the Extreme, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we don't will, have that. Will they, won't they? Am I, am I not? Is she, isn't she? You know, like those t- 10 minute pauses. But here they seem, for lack of a better word, and you guys, a bit more downtrodden. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I mean, there's not They're many grimmer. people in East London who have, who have to go to the laundrette still. I'm assuming. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I've lost touch with reality. You live in a bubble. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, they still go to the laundrette. I mean, and I mean, I'm a bit like you on Chatty Man. I have, I, I love historical things. I love Victor Lapol with art. Mm. I like that. But then I watch complete mm-hmm. trash, like the boy whose head is a bin. Yeah. The girl with yeah. five legs. Dogging in the park with my with, yeah. with my giraffe. So I have yeah. nothing in between. Me too. Like the soap. Did, did, you, did you have a moment with EastEnders though at any time? Did you have a moment with EastEnders where it was like your thing? Yeah, but then I think with soaps as well, the storylines, I mean, they do cover issues that's kind right. of relevant but I think they've become so far-fetched and you just don't believe they're them so anymore, broad they're they? so like okay yeah. what about between grand designs and property brothers where did you just come in from Glenn who are you <laughs> <laughs> 
What's this? Property what? Property Brothers. I don't know. Are you just doing so. a random like? No, I'm just thinking just, of. Are you just, are you just, no, uh, but I'm with you. I just want to mention show names. Okay. No, I'm just thinking of genres that might. I mean, what about were... Bewitched and? Uh... What about dogs versus cats? <laughs> oh, here um, we go. Um, no, but here's my thing. I'm like, I think we're exactly like you, Paul. Like you were saying on Chatty Man, is that. I um, like really highbrow. I like really highbrow stuff. I like really like highbrow. Like last night, I was watching National Geographic about some island that sank called Port Royal. Right. You know, and I like really enjoy. And, and by, by the way, on another America, we don't have any educational programs. Mm. It's all like big American game shows and, yeah. and soap mm. operas. But I, 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 you know, there seems to be like like horticultural shows in the afternoon about gardening here and yes. like historical which I actually quite, I mean yeah. I, I actually really enjoy because mm. I think it's kind of like when you're not really looking for something there's like an educational yeah. element so like last night I was thinking about Port Royal mm. but then I like switched to like some show with dicks on it so yeah. it is like I can only watch but me, me and Paul what we, what we like anything we're mm. too fat for I yes. will watch oh, I'm it. So too fat for love, too fat yeah. for exercise, too my fat for work. Pound, like, yeah, too fat for like too pets, fat to breathe. Yeah, my yeah. pets are too fat too. Yeah, I like a too fat <laughs> show. Anything that's got too fat too, we will watch. Yeah. But going back to what you were saying is do you think it's because England's such a small country, it's like a quarter you know, like a tiny part of America and there's so many different states in America? Yeah, like, that nothing that the, nothing the permeates point, through exactly, because it's too, so big. From, exactly from yeah, state it is interesting. Stage, you know what I mean? That yeah, it's a, a really good point because like I've mm. always wondered like it's I always think it's so fascinating too that like in America we have mm. like three accents or four accents, mm. but like in England there's like eight hundred dialects. Like I mean, you know, you go one mile and mm. someone sounds completely exactly. different. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point mm. that like maybe because it's such a big country, that's it kind nice. of like dilutes and there's no like room for specificity mm. or something well when Shell uh, Shell went on to X Factor nobody could understand what she was saying that's right she could stuff in that door yeah let me ask you that's this right. yeah. when you're in the States mm. what do Americans where do Americans think you're from well I always feel bad because people say to me where are you from and I say Northampton and they just imagine everyone in Northampton talks like me that there's a town where you go it was like hello <laughs> even the mayor's like welcome to Northampton I'm like, my voice I said is a bit different to everyone else's but they just think we're British but I do remember when I was a kid and you had like your northern accent everyone oh you're a Geordie you're a Geordie just because it was a northeast accent uh-huh. but if you I'm not I'm from Sunderland so well, I'm a I, I never got people in America saying mm. that um are you from England? Mm. It was either Irish right. or Australian. And one American one night got really angry with me and told me to knock it off. <laughs> and I was like, knock what off? The accent. Oh, come on. You know. She like thought I was American putting on an accent. And I just wondered if Americans just think that if you're English, you speak like British. I think Americans have, I mean, obviously now I've had much more exposure to the English mm. culture, but I think all Americans think that all English accents are posh. Mm. Like, you could be... They think you're in the crown. They think you're in the crown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were watching it the other night, and it was it's either Olympic, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think Americans must think... <laughs> they do, I think... I th- do you know, I got asked what? by an American once if I go off the island to shop. <laughs> Oh, off, the off the island to shop and the island being Great Britain <laughs> by the way it's slowly becoming actually more a fact now that it's, yeah. it's going to be you go island. off the island to shop what language do they speak in London Londonese question mark and what was the other one 
Do they have golf courses in Britain? Can I just say you dated some trash before me? Yes, I uh, <laughs> I did. But you, like, you know yeah. what show I that the Etna loved. Now Etna's very mm. intelligent. Our friend from America, but she introduced us to so many things. Um, to f- dance your ass off about fat people dancing. Dancing all the weight off? Yeah. No, in Mel America? B, Mel B hosted it. No. Yeah, it was great. It was right Dance up. Your- yeah, it's called Dance Your Ass Off. Can we YouTube that or can we... I mean, I guess I guess for anyone watching, if anyone's watched Dance My Ass Off... Yeah, or been on it. Can you please get it? Or been on it. If anyone's like been on Dance My Ass Off and it's, and it's proved to be a yeah. life transformer and you're now in a much smaller size because of Dance My Ass Off, thank you. So <laughs> let me ask this question to the room. Okay. As a child, yeah. your favourite American TV? Um, oh, um, shoulder pads, Dallas, was it? Oh, Dynasty. 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 I think being yeah. a gay yeah, that guy, was good. it was all kind of glamorous and Crystal Carrington and big cars and lovely mansions. I always imagined myself having, living on a ranch with horses and shoulder pads. I can get you some shoulder pads. I think I just do it. (laughs) I remember watching Dynasty, but it was on a Friday night. But I remember my dad, because he was a football manager, he was very tense the night before, so he'd go up to bed early. So I remember Dynasty being on um, very quiet downstairs. But I remember wanting to be so rich and powerful like Alexis Carrington she had a row and she didn't like what was on the telly and she threw a brick through the telly no. because she hated it and I remember one day Alan you will be that successful you <laughs> just you maybe you watching a naked yeah. attraction just yeah. fucking brick I hate that cock fuck it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't like that side so you haven't done it yet no, I but haven't. We need to do it. So my... Well, yeah, they're, they're so white to me now, the brick will probably come back and hit me in the face. <laughs> no, so my, my first, My first sort of like televisual American experience is very young. I'd probably be about three or four. And I can remember watching these, these few television programs and going, that's what I want to do. And it was more Mindy. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and it was happy days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they must have been on at like five o'clock just before mm-hmm. bed. Yeah, and it was Linda Carter. Now Linda oh. Carter is, is uh, Wonder Woman. Wait, wasn't she Wonder Woman? She was my first crush. Mm-hmm. So same as me. Oh really, 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 first, really. Yeah, that was her, and then I moved on to Face from A Team. It was very good looking, Matt. But you know, my my mum's maiden name was Carter, Christine Carter, and I always used to think, oh my God, I wonder if she was Linda Carter. And you know, it'd be weddings and christenings, and you'd be there looking at the door. Is she going to come? And of course, dressed as Wonder Woman. Hi, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) You know, spinning around. But yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting to something. What? Right. As a kid, name your favourite English programme. English programme. English programme. A backpuss. No, 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 not you. The Americans. As a kid. Oh, I don't know if we got any I don't think television things. existed when I was a kid anymore. Well, yeah, first of all, she was l- lucky to have fire. So let's not... No, honestly. Oh, but, but I think it was, you know, 10 or 15 years after the war. Yeah. And people didn't have... It was just, you know, beginning. The BBC was a lot of news. Okay, what's, your favorite, was... what's your favorite cave painting? Okay, I'm trying to think. I'm actually trying to think because like the first program I remember you showing me was Bullseye, 
when we moved to the Thank countryside with, with what's what's the old Jim, Jim, Jim Bowen? Jim Bowen. Yeah. We watched that. I don't mm. know why. His real name is Peter Williams. My is dad's it? Real, real name. Is that why he's Pete Conway, your dad? Because Peter Williams was already <laughs> there Jim was Bowen. Always, no, no, there was already a few Peter Peter Williamses that existed, and um, it, the place that he worked, they put everyone's last name next to Peter, and he went with Peter Conway. Did you ever think of changing your name? No, no, why? It's a bit boring. It's, oh, no, autograph-wise, it is boring, Alan Carr, because it's Alan. finished before you even but start. But it's at the top of the alphabet. It's kind of a... Yeah, I always get, you know, if I do, like, charity things, I'm always top I wonder, I wonder when... I wonder <laughs> when... I wonder when that... Because in the 60s and the 70s, it was de rigueur to change your name and give yourself a more of a showbiz sort of ah, moniker. Alan Delacar. Oh, Alan Delacar is great. Oh my God, that's so Alan Delacar. Alan Delacar. Oh yes, that's so. Is it too late? Can we can we do this well, podcast Paul's, again? Yes, Alan Delacar. The Draycock. I was going to say I called the Draycock. My so I'm in take that, and our manager at the time sat us down, and he gave us all of these things to say. Because he was scared of us being a manufactured group. Have you seen the Do What You Like? Oh, before? I know, yeah. So yeah, he, 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 he definitely he made, us all, he made us all tell these lies in interviews. And he made me tell a lie that I'd been in Brookside. Which, as it turns out, is easily verifiable. <laughs> what is but he also, Brookside? What's but Brookside? He, but, soap. But hold on. But also, he went, and he went, right. And your your name's not uh, Robert anymore. It's Robin. So I've got a sh- I've got a kind of a showbiz yeah. name because I'm not Robbie. I'm I'm. A but your Robert. credits are Robert Williams, aren't they? When you write a song. Yes, they are. Oh, Indeed. that's interesting. I actually did not know that fact. Because Alan. because Robbie gets on stage and then Robert goes home. God, so you, you are so deep. You are so deep. He's like the GC and Gemma Collins. There's two different people. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you see that show? What? Heard the gem at the... Binge watch. Uh, hey. <laughs> Binge. I honestly feel like we just need a night in to watch these shows. Do you see that bit where she smelt her own vagina and, and of then bread. made her makeup artist smell the bready... Well, I bumped into her at an event and I said, Gemma, I said, I loved your show. What was it? A diva. The diva, diva, diva forever. forever. Diva forever. And I said that and she went, I oh, know, babes, I didn't know they were keeping it in. If I'd known that, I wouldn't have touched... Me crack and names belly, but you know she's so down. To, no, not down. To, she's so like direct. She doesn't yeah. really give a shit. But she was like, but yeah, I like that it was. She's like marmite, mm. full of yeast. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it's the thing. The thing but is, you know, her mum's called Joan Collins. Oh wow. no, so her mum's called you Joan, Joan Collins, Collins. You don't know whether you mean. You know the GC's mom or the, the great dam oh, herself. Oh, dynasty. Yeah. Well, it's the thing is, yes, I get it. You know, it's it, it, it's not something that could have gone into the TV show. I get it. I've never stuck my finger in my ass and made my makeup artist smell it. That's right. It was your hairstylist. <laughs> it's the fact that it was done. Yes. By the way, can I just uh, qualify? I really enjoyed your show, GC. There you go. Just um, also, but let me just. Oh, oh, I loved it. Oh, I, I mean, loved it. I was, and I've, I've so, told so um, many people I've about told, it, and I've watched it yeah, three times. It was a binge watch for us too, and, and that's another note about American TV. Like, that's the shame about American TV because that's something that the GC actually would never make it to American TV, and it wouldn't connect because it's like I don't know what it is about the American sense of humor, but it's just 
Because like GC is not even irony. I think it's just because it's so straightforward and so yeah. matter of fact and kind of like harsh in its kind of yeah. like here's my pussy and my bready vagina. And, you she's know. got the American drive, but she's got the English sensibility. Exactly. The sensibility. All right. All right. You know, but what I like is that a show like that can be here and people watch it. Where it is a shame that it's like it's all a bit too safe in America. Like you wouldn't have even like. I think that's why shows like, because we all, that's my first introduction actually, before Jim Bowen was uh, was Big Brother, and it yeah. was the, the the first season I ever watched was with, with, with Rob, and it was the Jade Goody season, where it Vintage. all went, with Shil Pachetti, where it Vintage. all went, it, yeah. But like, a show like, and then of course we were addicted and we watched the show every year, but, it, but Big Brother, for some reason, has never been a huge, it was for like two years a success, yeah. but then like, nobody watches it and now they're going to do Love Island and it, I, I know it's not going to be as good as as the one in England and I'm not sure if it's because Americans are already so self-aware about cameras and already like ready glossy yeah. oh, that, that's what sort of what killed Big Brother towards the end yeah. because people are like oh yeah I guess I just I've got my new single out and they, they you know it's all yeah. about knowing and one software yeah that's why it doesn't work there is a show that that's that's travelled very well from the UK that's not a period drama which is um, Fleabag Oh, Fleabag yes. is hugely yeah, successful in the U.S. Yeah. It won every award possible. <laughs> I just think that like everyone in America is like already got an Instagram following, and just like you, you know, like yeah. they're they're. I feel like there's something like when you go, if you look at the news in England, like let's say a crime has happened or there's a story, or whatever. The people that they're interviewing on camera, God bless them, are not like camera ready. They're not. They're not necessarily polished. Mm -hmm. You know, they're a bit rough around the edges. Yeah. Whereas, like, you go in America and there's, like, a, an armed right. robbery. They've or got a, their own makeup They've team. got their own, exactly. Yeah. They've got their own makeup team. Do you know what Americans don't do that I think British people do? We create eccentrics and we create people off the wall. Yeah. And that's what we do. And that's what we, that's our biggest export eccentrics mm -hmm. people who are if you are normal and and you've got the great smile and the there you won't you'll do wonders in america you will exactly but in england we won't want you I but if you're a little bit fat you've got funny teeth a funny voice i don't know anyone like that personally <laughs> but, but you know you saw i would in america i would people say no would you like to break america they wouldn't have me they'd be like what the fuck <laughs> they would just you know, it's like, it's weird. Like, well, it's Rob, you know, like, didn't, I can say this gently, connect in America. Um, but, like, I think they don't get anything outside of the box. Like, it's a very strange, like, I don't even know, like, when I'm auditioning or I'm going to stuff in America, I had to be glossy and pretty and tan and clothes and skinny. Mm. Whereas, like, when I got to the UK and was going on auditions, she, my agent was like, you need to not blow dry your hair, no makeup, don't wear this sexy outfit, We're, you know, like, bring it down, which was, like, a very strange concept to me to, like, rough it up. Yeah, yeah. We celebrate adversity. We celebrate anything that's Diversity. Not... Diversity. What did I just say? Adversity. Oh, yeah, diversity, yeah. Adversity. In, in EastEnders, we celebrate adversity. <laughs> So what did you say before, Gwen, about the um, Fleabag? No, Fleabag. I was just saying it's, it's a mm. massive hit mm. in the States. And Do you that's, watch Fleabag? That's getting... We watched Fleabag. I loved it. Is she writing a new one? I yes. think she is. She did two seasons, right? Okay. Yeah. She's working on the new James Bond one. That'd be interesting. That's right. Mm. That That'll will be, be good. Postcards from the edge. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What was your go-to moment in comedy when you were younger and went, yes, this is for me? Uh, God. What would it be? Oh, well, like the first, the first, I mean, I, I was, I loved the two Ronnies. Yeah. I and I loved yeah. Morecambe and Wise. Yeah. And I loved Tommy Cooper. But then, you know, there's all of a sudden you're a teenager and something is yours and your brand of humour. And like the Monty Python lot were, were incredible too. Yeah. But like when, when I saw Vic and Bob for the first time, oh, yeah. Yeah. absolutely blew my mind. And I just went, this is mine. This yeah, is I, yeah. this is this is speaking to me. I I and I'm totally and still I'm a huge fan and yeah. invested. What made you laugh when you were a kid? What well, Victoria Wood. Victoria Wood. Victoria and Wood. Spank me on the butt with a woman's wig. Yeah, but yeah, Let's do it. Her, her writing's she, uh, better. Everyone just ventures that. Uh, but you notice on a stand-up comedy. Um, she's a comedian. She, she's, she's observational comedy. And Victoria she, Wood. Yeah. Have you ever noticed? Mm. Go on. I want to see Victoria. See, I want to learn about these people. Like mm. you both said, Victoria Wood at the yeah, same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's an amazing writer, and again, Fantastic she just writer. captures British. Um, observational comedy to a T. Like a Seinfeld. That's kind right. Of. Yeah. I might be wrong about this, but I think she's the, the performer with the most BAFTAs. She mm. she can write serious, she can write really? comedy, she can yeah. act. Mm. She's just, yeah, she's just brilliant. I mean, but she's no longer here? Or no, she's no. no. She, she died that year, we lost everyone. No, you know? the wipeout yeah, year? I, I mean, I, no, my, my with, two heroes with, with like Prince. Prince, yeah. with Prince George and George Michael? Michael? Victoria would died the day what? before Prince. No! I'm saying they're my two big, and then, you know, mm. we have Alan Rickman, we have David Bowie, I mean, what George happened? Michael I mean, on that year, Christmas Day. That year was so fucked up. Wasn't that, there was like a break in the Matrix or something. All these national channels. I didn't want to leave the house. I looked at Robin. I was like, don't you fucking even try it. You're not walking out. 2016 was a vintage year for death. It was was awful. It was really bad. What was happening? It was like the entertainment plague or something. It was was a shit year, wasn't it? It Everyone everyone was feeling a bit shit. And do you know what? I have to say 2017 was a really shit year. The fact that George Michael died on Christmas ushered in like the darkest next year. Yeah, that was so That's heavy. Sad. Oh, that was so heavy. Let's take it back. Okay, fine. Okay. Uh, you know what I was thinking? No, no, I oh. was going to say okay. something. Sorry, it was a, if it's a silent film, it doesn't count, Gwen. No, we were talking about the oh, British TV that made you... Yeah, I, I have an answer, but you okay. go. Okay, 
No, because before that, before Rob, before you met Rob, your mm -hmm. favorite British comedy show was absolutely fabulous. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a very... Yes. Actually, two two shows. Thank and, you for... And Little Britain. Thank you for answering that yes. for me, Glenn. I, well, didn't, I didn't actually want to have to talk. Um, <laughs> absolutely Fabulous was my... that Because I was trying to think of an English show that came across the ponds that made it big in America. And I could actually... Ab I, I could did. Ab Fab did. And mm. I, I related so much, unfortunately, to Safi. Um, <laughs> but it was... <laughs> it was literally that. like I felt... You know what it is about English TV? The few, ex you know, few exposures I had with it before I met Rob was just like, it was the first kind of comedy that resonated to me in that way where it took me to a very kind of deep, whimsical place with my comedy. Like, just like you said, characters, extremes, you know, like, like, like eccentricities. There, there isn't that much of that in America. And it's not really something that's celebrated. And I remember when I saw AbFab, it being my life, my family, and it being every kind of thing I valued in comedy and, and women who were incredibly funny as opposed to just beautiful. Do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, I think you mentioned Bullseye earlier. Well, you did, you did. But um, I'm bringing it back. Uh, no uh, way. Are you? Yeah. No way. Yes. Okay, I come to a taping. Well, no, we, we taped yeah. it. Oh, you've so, already done so it. So I'm bringing back five shows and it's ITV Prime uh, Time. Yeah. You've done this before? No, this no, no, before? no. These are all new. Um, I've brought back them before once on Channel 4 and they didn't extend it. So with this, this bullseye, I had to go to this big ITV thing to tell all the advertisers and there was all these, um, Gemma Collins was there and there was like Love see? Island people and he, Kevin Liger, the head of ITV, said just talk about bullseye and I went out there and said okay bullseye's back everyone and I could just see these people <laughs> look and I said you know we're still good because you win a speedboat. You win a speedboat? A speedboat. Or your bus fare home. Or your bus fare home. Wait, on Bullseye you win a speedboat? Yeah. Your you're, you're throwing darts at the ball. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And you'd have a non-darts player who was, you'd have a little practice before. Oh no. That's they come on, there's people in the audience losing eyes. No. They are just throwing, they haven't got... And I'm telling these people in the audience about Bullseye, these young people are looking at me like I'm from another century. I'm like, and then you're throwing Welcome down. to my world. I know. <laughs> did it, did I it, but I love did it. it. Did it Did it work? Did it work? Did it connect? Not with well, the audience, we'll but I mean, the shows are great. and Because then you have like spring. a professional darts player that helps you out with like, you throw a few and then they help you out and throw a few. Well, now they've just got to they got to get all the prizes round the board. Oh, that's right. Like that. And then your non-darts player, which is the tension bit, right. comes up. But you and me, if I knew I was going on I'd telly on a Saturday, I would practice like, like 24 hell. hours a day. These people, they got the, the end of the dart the wrong way. They were no. missing the board. Like, well, wait, Dave, Dave Spikey did it for a little yes. while, didn't he? Wait, that's something I noticed about UK television versus British television, is that like the prizes in the UK are so shit compared to <laughs> like like we would watch like in Deal or No Deal like in America where Meghan Markle used to open the briefcases it would I be I didn't know that that's a fact oh. um, but it would be like a million dollars that you could win every episode whereas when I watched Deal or No Deal over here with the blonde guy what's his name? Uh, no, no that yeah means. it was like people winning like a thousand pounds or like Eight thousand pounds if it went well, and it was like eight thousand, and I just was like, "Oh God, it's it's <laughs> yeah. well, not And then and then even like even like like a wheel of fortune. What was the oh bullseye? They give you like a cracker and a vacuum. Whereas oh, little listen. known fact about me, I was on a show called Bullseye in the U.S., which was a game show, and wow. I won a lot of uh, manure. 
You want manure? You mean manure? Hold on. Like actual manure? Yes. It's like some fertilizer grow. Was this because this was after the Mayflower? They were just trying to settle the community. But I won five thousand dollars too. I mean, I, I mean, in nineteen oh two, that's a huge amount of money. Talk us through this. It was uh, when Ida was a baby. Yeah. And uh, her grandparents from Turkey were visiting. Yeah. And uh, they were watching TV a lot, watching game shows and stuff. And yeah. I thought it'd be fun for them to see me on television and also... <laughs> I like the link, by the way. Get some money. I mean, if you were watching lots of ER, would you want to go, go like, slash yourself so you could go into it? Well, I had to... Okay. Other if my Turkish relatives that I don't have came and visited me in Stoke-on-Trent <laughs> and I had a thought, I think it would be fun for them to see me on the TV. There's no way I could do that. There's no way I could just have that thought and then place myself on the television. Well, I did. And I like that that was your train of thought was that they enjoy watching game shows. So how did you arrange going on a game show? Well, they were asking for contestants and I filled out, I applied. On the tablet? On the scroll, you played <laughs> with the papyrus. <laughs> I put quill to papyrus and sent it. Even I'm joining in on the trolling. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Gwen. Yeah. They're encouraging me. <laughs> so, so, then. so I applied, and then then I had to take the test of general knowledge, and then I had to have like a an exchange, like my personality, to make sure I wasn't, you know, crazy. a dunce, uh, or you know. And you and still then, got through. Sure. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I sailed through. Thank you. So but then you got, what question did she get wrong though? This is kind of embarrassing. This is terrible. So I won the first game. I went on to the second game, but the way they tape it, they tape everything. One, two, five games in a row. And I'd answered, <laughs> there's hand signals going on. Uh, there's uh, seven questions in a row, and I just panicked. And uh, the question was, where did the um, Woodstock, what state did the Woodstock um, festival Occurring, oh. and I said the wrong state. What state did you say? You said Vermont. I said Massachusetts, and it was in New York. But yes. the thing is about it that's embarrassing is Gwen was a hippie in Berkeley in the sixties. <laughs> so like, it's like you not knowing. Glastonbury. No, but they Glastonbury. say you can't remember the sixties. You were in the sixties, yeah, so actually maybe that's a so bit maybe of you lived it then. Okay, so I wanted to talk about Parkinson's because because Paul, I didn't realize this. Yeah. But your grandmother has Parkinson's. She did. Yeah, yeah. She passed um, about twenty years ago, but she lived with it for many years. Yeah, I want to um, know, like, how old was she when she got diagnosed? Um, probably about 60. Oh, that's, mm. by the way, I don't mean to say that's reassuring. Yeah. But one thing that's kind of troubled me, well, there's a lot of things that have troubled me about my mom's diagnosis, but it seems like the people that get it when they're 85, yeah. it's just a, a symptom of old age and they have it for, t- it, doesn't, mm. it doesn't kind of kill them, they just get shaky. I mean, exactly. Parkinson's doesn't kill anyone, but they, it's a slower moving disease exactly. when you're 85 versus yeah. when you get it at 60. Yeah. It's a faster moving disease. And my mom's obviously in her 60s when yeah. she got it. So how long did your grandmother, do you I, remember? Well, I think, I was having a chat with Gwen earlier. I think Parkinson's is such a hard disease to kind of diagnose. Yeah. Um, because there's no, other than the, the obvious shaking, which doesn't develop until maybe a year or two or three years on. Exactly. Um, it's hard to diagnose. But I, I was saying to Gwen, um, one of the symptoms is that the, the, you get an expressionless face. A hundred percent. And I've no, no, I'd noticed that because I've known Gwen for many years. And I'd noticed that sometimes when you're having a conversation and that, that blank, I thought, oh, she's, she thinks I'm boring. That blank but, yeah, expression that blank kind expression, of like... I'm the only joke, but that, yeah, was, that blank she, expression. And I'd noticed that. So when had you noticed it came that? out and it, it, Gwen was diagnosed with Parkinson's, I thought, ah. Well, it kind of like, sense. it made sense. Like what happened yeah. basically was my mom, I just, I don't know if you felt like this, if you can remember feeling this about your grandmother, but like mm. 
it was like my mom was kind of slipping away right. and I didn't understand like I knew something was wrong but I couldn't quite figure it out and exactly. she said she'd been tested for Parkinson's we'd seen the shaky hands but mm. she said she'd been tested for Parkinson's so I thought oh great thank god it's not Parkinson's mm. but it was just her like exactly she had this mask on her face where she mm. I'd kind of say something to her and she'd go like she'd kind of turn delayed and go like and it just looked like there was like no life yeah. in her face I can't mm. explain it and it yeah. was just like she seemed old all of a sudden. Right. And my mom's never seemed old. And yeah. it was like, it was like, and then she'd seem like kind of dazed or she'd be, she'd be kind of hunched when she was walking, like kind of shuffling and just like feeble. Yeah. Because I think last time we saw, or one of the last times was in LA. And I think you were kind of, I think you'd slowed up, I think, you know. And so again, that was another thing. I didn't know whether, you know, you'd had a, uh, 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 you were tired or whatever but I think again unless you know what to look for exactly you don't know you don't know because you just yeah. think oh it's shaking and if exactly. they don't have shaking then they don't have it but mm. that once once the doctor said I think it could be Parkinson's before mm. we, we got tested two days later or whatever when I looked up the you know WebMD thing which is always like the worst thing to do is I always go and I go oh, yeah. is it cancer is it a brain disease you know but when I read the description of Parkinson's it was like oh shit because yeah. it was every single thing on there because exactly. I said her voice is a bit weak and she's a bit hunched and she kind of shuffles mm. her feet you know all these things I thought oh that's just Gwen being Gwen and you know like oh well she's getting old and she's always been clumsy yeah. so that's why she's you know you kind of don't yeah. know and when I read the the kind of outline I was like mm. it literally is is everything I've witness and it's such yeah. subtle things that if you don't know yeah. them no, exactly it happens before your eyes so my, my grand she lived for about 20 years with it and that's great uh, my mum obviously like you're doing a lot of research and now with social media I think you've had a lot of support from your yeah. um, followers and stuff but my mum always tell uh, told me or told everybody if you don't use it you lose it yeah so we used to kind of make my grandma do everything for as much as she That's could great. for herself. That's great. And we used to sit and we used to have to be really cruel to be kind because towards the end, you know, uh, the, I don't think the medication was as good then or there was no... Well, it stops of, working is exactly, kind of problem yeah. too. And so we used to sit there in the chair and my gran used to say, I can't do it. And we used to sit there and just make her That's do great. it. And be really kind of... Cruel again, to be cruel kind, to be yeah. Kind. And, and again, you've, you've just got to keep pushing and Keep the pushing brain and active and, and keep coordinated. Exactly, and, exactly. And yeah. was your quality of life, like how long did she have, like would you say, good to decent quality of life? Um, well, probably most of it really. Uh, the the unfortunate great. thing was, obviously, um, towards the end, she fell and broke her hip. And she went and had a hip replacement and I think they put it in back to front. And they didn't rehabilitate no. it, yeah. She Seriously. could kick her own ass. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like she'd be great well, on that British what, TV show. Yeah. 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 That's what they say about Parkinson's. It yeah. doesn't kill you, but you fall a lot. Yes, and that's exactly, what yeah. It's, it or doesn't kill you, but it doesn't make you stronger. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that you will have to be aware of, just the way that you move around. I mean, you're quite, you're quite active and you, you sing, but... Yeah, she, it was just a simple thing, and she fell, broke her hip, and then she had to go into a home after that, and then she kind of deteriorated. deteriorated. But still, she lived for about uh, three or four years in a home, and wow. used to ball our inheritance, which I wasn't quite happy about. Oh, that was, that's yeah. cute. Yeah. Think about Gwen, <laughs> since she's found the right medication to be on, mm. you're the best version of you yeah. that yeah. I've ever known. I've been in your life for 13 years, yeah. and you today, this day, are the best Gwen I've ever known. But no. I have to say, I agree. You're like back yeah. to the you that I yeah. always knew. It's, but it's like, it's weird. You don't realize how far someone's gone till you like have them back. And I'm yeah. like, wow. Feel, 
Mm. I feel I feel great. Good. I actually feel great. You know when you're in the uh, sort of like faceless expression moments and the hunched over and the and the sort of the shuffling. shuffling did you think something was wrong? I didn't really realize it, the extent of it. I mean, it was like Kay kept saying to me, stick your titties out and stand Ew. up straight. Mm. <laughs> your friend said, stick your titties out. I said to her, I she, think she's, she's, she's on the booze. She's back on the booze. People, no, but by the way, I had friends asking yeah. me if you were on quaaludes, mm. if you were high. Yeah. You know, really, How everyone you, was... Is, that, is, is part of Parkinson's not noticing that you've got Parkinson's or is part of Parkinson's not... Or is it just a Gwen thing where you didn't realize that anything was wrong? Um, well, I had other, there were so many things that were wrong, but I didn't realize they were all tied together. I mean, I had incontinence, which was. Yes, we know, we big, are very aware of your incontinence. <laughs> that issues. was a big problem. With, mm. That's a symptom of Parkinson's. Right. My soft voice, you kept telling me you couldn't hear me. Mm. I have a question. Is sleeping lots of pe- with lots of people without protection, is that a Parkinson's <laughs> or is that. <laughs> I have to give that some thought. Yeah, give that some thought. Did you just forget to use protection and forget there was more than one person? So you just kept going to different boards. Do you know what? Pathetic chat we were having. It's just so evaporated. We can't go too long like that. Wait, say that again. Do you know that? Maybe that's an English thing where it's like if it starts to get too emotional, too intense, it's like divert, go to something funny. Oh, I do. I do that all the time. Like in the darkest of moments, talking about very dark things or dark things happening mm. to me I just divert 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 and, and it's go, like a go weird reset comedy. button when all of a sudden something gets too mm. emotional and mm. too intense for me it's like dive right into something funny yeah let's just let's fix it do you guys get like that yeah I don't think that's a British thing I think that's just people listening like oh my god this is getting too heavy also, do you ever find that on the home renovation programs? I don't know, like sometimes in America, if I watch Property Brothers or something, they're like flipping a whole house for like 30 grand. And I'm like, I can't even get a toilet redone in my house for that. Like, where, like, do I need to move to it's Waco, so Texas? I know, so relatable. But like, apparently in Waco, <laughs> Texas, you can buy like a mansion for like 100,000 pounds and do the whole thing up for 30. Whereas, like, literally, I, I, like, I, that costs that much to un- unplug the drains in this house. Oh, I know. Do you remember Grand Designs? Remember there's that bit? Oh, I love of, it. But every time Kevin turned up, the wife got pregnant. Wow. Ooh. Just say so, no. I asked them about it on my chat show. I mean, it's fine, but they just—it's funny. Every time he turned up, they got—they no, had another baby. Debbie's pregnant. With their so, third child. She uh, wasn't before uh, you turned up. And again. why does she look like you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to mention the title of some British uh, TV shows, and you've got to tell me what a, a brief synopsis of what you think they were about. Okay. Drugs live. Drugs oh, Live. Drugs well, live. that sounds, wow. sounds like something you would have been on in the 90s. Yeah. Drugs Live, do you, do you take drugs on TV? Channel 4 newsreader Jon Snow tried cannabis. Jon Snow? Drug His last cannabis. name is Snow? Yeah. Like, Ironic that it's cannabis then. Yeah. Um, well, oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> We've mentioned that. So you just watch him get high? Yeah. And it was just him smoking cannabis? Yeah. Well, why didn't you do that program, though? Because it's, it's just cannabis. Oh. There was another <laughs> show recently where people were smoking pot. What was that? Well, was there one that the bus that one? they went on. Yeah, oh, Linda Robson went on it, where they went with across Linda, America. Linda from Robson. I just Five Get that. High or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, this, who's doing the dishes? I am. <laughs> no, no, it's not It's not a question for tonight, Gwen. It's what's the show about? What? I actually doing, seen the show, and it is ridiculous. Who's doing the dishes? I mean, is it is it a bunch of... 
houses with dirty plates and you and you you decide which family is going to clean up the mess or, or, or is it bad roommates and and one of them doesn't want to do the dishes and the other one gets mad at them for not doing no dishes? you go to a celebrity's house and you don't know who the celebrity is and they do the food and they pass it through the cubby hole and you've got to guess who it is the one i saw it was like a uh, two up two down in rochdale and they said is it lady gaga and it was actually just <laughs> cakes <laughs> Wow, so, so, I love wow. that they thought Lady Gaga so would be like through the keyhole, but with food. Yeah, okay. it's quite a good Is idea. It good? It's always a certain kind of person that they can get. Yeah, <laughs> just to two of us. That I've seen. I love that. I show. love that show. Do you know what that show is, Gwen? No. What Come do you on, think Gwen, it is? What Go is on, just give it a stab. Give it a stab. Just it's a road us. trip with two people in a convertible. Yes. Well, yes. Yes. Nailed exactly it. What you got it exactly right. Yeah. It's it's a show where if I get this right, where it's isn't it Charlotte Crosby from Geordie Shore sure, and yeah. whoever she's sleeping with? Yeah, Joshua Rich is the one I've seen. Right, yeah. and then they get like there's they have to they, they, they like it's two friends that come in or brother and sister or partner and you know partners together and and they have to pick a tattoo for the other person to get but they have to cover it up and it's kind of like a oh I revenge, have seen a revenge, revenge tattoo. tattoo. So they're like it. I have seen it. Obviously, I remembered it. Oh, it's so it's awful. It's so Bear, awful. What's his name do, like, the most awful tattoo? Yeah, half a, a cheater on her back because you are, that's what you are, a cheater. Oh, no, I didn't yeah, see that one. Yeah. I, I did. Quite, well, you thought it was two people in a convertible. <laughs> you seem to have seen all the episodes. <laughs> the worst one was the man on all fours on his belly and he'd done the belly button as his arsehole. No, yeah. no. I thought you were like, no, yes. 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 Very good. And okay, you probably know what this one is. Splash. I think I've probably been asked to do this show. It's where celebrities dive off of uh, <laughs> diving boards. <laughs> and for an extra point, in which town or city? Ooh, I'm gonna go somewhere in the north. Hmm? I'm gonna go Birmingham. Luton. Wow. Luton. I've paraphrased some of them because. <laughs> Have you been asked to do anything like no. that? No. I got asked to do the jump too, and I thought, right, is this, is someone no, just trying no, to kill me? Never oh, no, no. The jump, no. The, it was, oh, never. It was like a lot of money too, and it was like the season after Beth Twiddle had broken her neck and mm. Linford Christie had, and I was like, I, I actually don't care what number. But you know, the ratings never went up. No, they didn't, no. Every day, someone was breaking their leg. And it didn't even actually help the ratings. People are like, Let me ask you a question. Is there a TV show that you've been asked to do that you would love to do, but you feel as though you're too big to do it? I would love, to, I would, in his heyday, I would have loved to have done Big Brother. Me too. Just to Me see too. what I would have been like. The experience like, would have been like. But you know, there was one that I got ages ago, which they've sort of tempered a bit. It's called The Farm. Ten homosexuals on a farm. Stop. And wow. we have to get voted off. But their dream list was me, Graham Norton, Julian Clary, Paul O'Grady. I mean, that would be that such would have a scream. Amazing. But they wanted ten gays on a farm, and you have to do different tasks, and then you get voted <laughs> off. But I mean, in another universe, I would have loved it if I could. It's like that. They asked me to do come down with me. I said, well, yeah, if you can get like, yeah, Lady Gaga and Rihanna and Elton John, I'll yeah, yeah, be yeah. there. But you know, I don't. You know. No, I know it is that thing. we will always say that about Big Brother too. Like, and you, I think. Same with, with the jungle. You'd go, oh, well, I'd, I'd have a go at some of those tasks if blah, blah, blah. Yeah, if Elton John was but doing But I said that the other day. I was there on the, in the garden with um, Steve and Justin. And they said, Alan, you know, would you do anything? I said, you know what? I, I, I'm a celebrity. I'd really like to give it a go. I think I could. Then this ladybird was there. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> what, would be, what would be your least... <laughs> What would be your least favourite thing to do 
as a task on uh, I'm a Celebrity? I wouldn't, nothing would bother me. I think I'd be quite cool. But what about really? out of a plane? Yeah, I'd love to do that. I want to go on a skydive. No. Yeah, I'd love to do a skydive. Dylan In will fact, go with you. Would you? Dylan. Let's no, no, do... Dylan. Oh, Dylan. <laughs> no, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan. Dylan well, loves he, it. He, right. He'll go by himself even. He yeah. doesn't even, he'd love to. I'd like, I'd do it for charity. I wanted to do it with Amanda Holden, but I was too late in uh, Did she board. jump out of a plane? She did on uh, recently for the... Did you yeah. ever would you see? Be like the, would well, you like have the snakes and the thing with you and the rats? It wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't bother really? me. Really? I know. I, none also, of it. None they, they, of they're it. They're not going to harm you. you well, know? you don't know that. Though. I've got a foot. Well, but the, the snake can bite you. It might not kill you, but mm. it, it could. Did you ever see where Divinia Divin McCall? Really? Yeah, no. That's the name, right? You should go Divina. on it then. Divinia. Okay, Why don't we get, can we get Paul I'm on? I'm a celebrity. I'm not a celebrity though. Did you ever see where Divinia McCall bungee jumped out of a helicopter over the Grand Canyon? No. Did you see that? No, no, Wait, what? No. Say that so again? she did that TV Wait, program, Davina McCall. Okay. Uh, that's I, I'm so tired. That's the proper name, isn't it? Yeah, Davina McCall. Okay, yeah, yeah. Davina McCall. Bungee jumped out of a helicopter over the Grand Canyon. She used to do this program where people had to do stunts, and if they did the stunt, they won whatever. But if they didn't, she had to do the stunts. Oh, oh no! She. Davina, what are you thinking? Let me just say it again. Bungee jumped out of a helicopter over the Grand oh, Canyon. Oh, no way. Oh, can she's you imagine? Oh, oh my God! Did yeah, she I like bungee jump? I would like to bungee jump. So we found it then. Bungee oh, jump. Now you're backtracking, Mr. Big no, Billy Bollocks. They've, they've never bungee jumped on I'm a Celebrity. They have. They have, they have, have they? they have bungee jumped. Oh. Yeah, I've seen it. They have bungee jumped because it's so, usually so a cross between. So you draw the between... line at bungee jumping. By the way, uh, in, in, interestingly enough, stars for me team, I would. I see. Look at that. That's a, such a brave move. Take a bungee jump for the team. Look at that. It's mm, quite good. Yeah, I said, right. but you know what's interesting is I'd rather I'd rather jump out of a plane than bungee jump. Right. I don't know why that is. Can I just say yeah. that bit at the beginning of I'm a Celebrity on the top of that sky rise? <gasps> I know. <laughs> where it's like wobbling. Have you seen that? They're on the. I'm all right with that. I'm all right Bullshit. with that. Bullshit. Not on the top of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay well, with that. Like, that's, like, that's like splash without the water. Yeah, that's like being a Without the safe landing. Like, <laughs> I would love to see, it's like stuff like that. Like you see where Paul's like, it wouldn't bother me. And Rob's like, oh no, that's fine. I'd actually like to see them do that. Yeah, to they're, see full, of they're, they're full, full of shit. They're full of shit. Oh, hold on, hold on. Where have you ever seen me back down from doing something completely dangerous? Getting married. Okay. <laughs> Apart from getting married and having children, which I eventually did to win stars for the team. <laughs> well, we haven't really tested this theory yet, but I think if there's ever in an alternate universe like a mega celebrity version, yeah. we should get you guys to do it just to see if you actually like will eat the bull's testicles and sit in the the the, the coffin with the snake. Is there anything you wouldn't put in your mouth? Uh, well, China. that's how I got to take that. <laughs> so I, I don't have to now. So tell you what, Robbie, after your naked tour, let's yeah. maybe have a chat about us going in the mega celebrity. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, yeah? Okay. Let's let's do it. I would so. Oh, he's nodding again and perhaps shaking he's, my he's hand. He's again a handshake of agreement by Robbie Williams. Shaking Alan Carr's this hand is unbelievable. as a binding contract. I'd, yes. I'd do it. I'd do it for the weight loss. Tell me yeah. about it. <laughs> Speaking of weight loss, I think we've all burned 3,000 calories <laughs> speaking today. 
and the croissants and the butter Beverly took down in the first five minutes. So Beverly the dog. It's been a very calorie <laughs> yeah, effective chat. Beverly just, the dog. Beverly the dog, yeah. yeah. As opposed right. to Beverly the person. Yeah. No, because I forget sometimes that oh, people the, don't know Beverly. Oh, yeah. Beverly jumped the in the a bin and stole That's a nappy. Right. They're like, your friend sounds like a right dirty bitch. was licking my arse. Bev. Bev. Oh, Bev. Bev the dog, by the way, yeah, the, for those not listening, Bev the dog is a beautiful Irish setter. Yeah, she's And she has a penchant for raw butter and, and heavy French foods, and we love Bev, but we had yeah. to kick her out at the very beginning. She did. She's yeah. with Poupette. They're comparing, they're comparing their waistlines right now. Um, this has been so much fun. Amazing. I mean, I always knew it would be fun, but you two are the funniest couple we know. Oh. You are perennially kind and loving and every time we have adventures together we laugh our asses off oh, and absolutely. i'm incredibly grateful that you guys came thank to you do so this much it means right. the it's world so to me yeah, yeah, thank you very nice. thank and you. if you need me to reciprocate on anything that you've got going on don't, don't ask my management and they'll call me back. <laughs> yeah, lovely thanks for that and that's they'll, beautiful they'll yeah. deflect you <laughs> they'll deflect you So there you go. I hope you guys liked it. And a big thank you to Alan and Paul for having afternoon tea with me, Gwen, and Rob. Sorry, Rob ate all the pastries. If you enjoyed this episode of Postcards from the Edge, then please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you find your podcasts. Also, if you really liked it, then it would mean the world to us if you could support Parkinson's UK and donate five pounds by texting the word now to 70500. Your donations can really make a difference to people and families living with Parkinson's. Also, please note that Parkinson's can affect everyone differently and that the conversation I had with Alan and Paul was based around our own experiences. The condition is very complex and there are many factors and subtypes that determine its progression, not just age. To find out more, please contact the wonderful charity Parkinson's UK. You can find them at parkinsons.org.uk. Postcards from the Edge is a Blueprint Pods production. Executive producer Sophie Palak and producer Warren Borg. Postcards from the Edge. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.